All right, shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. Thank you for another time in your presence. Even as we are about to share your word, we pray in Jesus' mighty name that your word will have a place in our lives. In Jesus' name, we pray that our lives will be transformed. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, we just want to... I just want to speak briefly on prioritizing the word of God or prioritize the word of God. And I'm going to speak from Joshua. The anchor scripture is going to be Joshua chapter 1. Verse 8, verse 68. The Bible says, Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and be very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right, to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. But then you shall you will make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. Now, this is God's word to Joshua. Joshua was the one who was taken over from the leadership of Moses. Now, Moses was the greatest leader that the Israelite has seen up to this point. Israelite, the Israelites who were in captivity in Egypt have not known any other leader like Moses. They followed the leadership of Moses. Moses took them out of Egypt. Moses was the one who, through God, through him, God um, parted the, Moses parted the Red Sea. They walked in the Red Sea. Through Moses, they had God pro- giving them manna to eat. And so to the Israelites, Moses was a special prophet. They had not seen anyone like Moses before. And so when Moses died, the Bible says they had to mourn for Moses for about 30 days. But after they had done mourning, God instructed Joshua that he should take the people across the Jordan. That he was the one who was going to occupy the place that Moses, the great prophet and the great leader of Israel, occupied. And so Joshua was the one who was going to take over from Moses. So this was a very high tax. This was a very difficult tax for Moses, for Joshua. It was such a difficult time for him because for a prophet that they had not seen the likeness before, they have not seen any prophet in the likeness of Moses before. And so for Joshua to be the one to replace Moses and to lead the people, that was a very difficult task. Joshua was also a very young leader. And so when God came to Joshua, God had to give Joshua a word of encouragement. The great leader of Israel, who was Moses, was no more. Joshua, at this point, was grieving, was grieving for the loss of his, for the loss of um, Moses, who was their leader and who, who was like his master. So Joshua at this point was in grief. Joshua at this point was an inexperienced leader who was going to um, take over from a mighty person, a mighty leader. 
as inexperienced as Joshua was. Yet he knew that there was a great task ahead of him that is leading these people. And he had seen all the hard times that the people of Israel had taken uh, Moses through. He had seen all the difficult times that Moses had to deal with the people of Israel. And so Joshua was not certain about how he was going to fare. He was not certain. I would dare say that he was probably anxious, worried, and disturbed about how things were going to turn out. But when God came to him, he didn't give him any manual. He didn't give him any tangible or physical thing to hold as something that was going to give him comfort. But God's advice to, Mo- to Joshua in the state of grief, in the state of anxiety, in a state of confusion, in a state of not being sure and being doubtful as to whether he will have been able to, he will be able to lead the people to the promised land. God just came to him and told him that this is what you need. The book of the law should not depart from your mouth, but you should meditate on it day and night. And so in the state of grief, in the state of anxiety, in the state of insecurity and inexperience, if you are not sure how your future is going to turn out, you can take this advice and work with it, that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. This, the state of Joshua applies to us in so many ways in our current state in life. Whichever stage you are in right now in life, the state of Joshua can apply to you. And the advice that God gave Joshua or the instruction that God gave Joshua is an instruction that we can also live by. And it's that the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate upon it. And so there is a relationship between what you speak with your mouth and your meditation. And so God tells Joshua that you should not depart, that the, the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it, which means that meditation, in meditation, speaking is part of meditation. And God said that you shall meditate on it day and night, and by so doing, you will have good success. By so doing, you'll be able to observe everything that is said in this book. And so that is the advice that God gave Joshua, the inexperienced leader, the insecure leader, the leader who felt he was inadequate and would not be able to lead the people to the promised land. What God told him was that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate upon it day and night, and you shall observe to do whatever it is written in it. If God should have the chance to communicate with us about so many questions that we have right now to ask God, I believe he will tell us the same thing, that the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Because as you continue to meditate on the word of God, you create an environment for God to speak to you. As you continue to meditate on the word of God, your mind is focused on the promises of God. You begin to get ideas that are divinely inspired to lead you in your walk in life. You begin to get ideas that are heavenly inspired that will lead you to the fulfillment of whatever assignment that you have here on earth. And so God told Joshua that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But 
you shall meditate. And so he says that you you have to continue to speak the what is written in the word. And by implication, what I'm saying is that you have to meditate. And so say what is written in the law through meditation. As you are meditating, make sure that you speak it out and you say what is written in the law. Now, the word meditation or meditate in the Hebrew is hagah, which means to imagine, to meditate, to mutter, to roar, to speak, or to utter. And so in meditation, speaking is part of meditation. Mutter is part of meditation. It means that as you meditate, you imagine the word of God. And as you imagine it, you speak it under your breath. You speak it it, you, you allow the word to come out of your mouth. You utter the word. And that is what God was telling Joshua when he said, the word should not depart from your mouth, but you meditate on it. So God was telling Joshua that in meditation, you speak. In meditation, you mutter. In meditation, you utter out the word of God. So God expected Joshua to utter out the word, to mutter the word, to imagine the word, and to speak the word. And he says he should do this day and night, which means that the meditation, the thought in your mind should be the word of God. Now, anxiety, depression, sorrow, worry, all these things start as a thought. So as you continue to focus your mind on problems and on things that can like are likely to happen to you or evil things that you think can happen to you then you become worried then you become sad and so all these things depression and all these things come as a result of thought so god did not want joshua to focus on himself or to focus on the insufficiency in his own ability god wanted joshua to focus on him and therefore he said do not do not let the word depart from your mouth, but meditate on it. It means think about the promises. Think about the instructions of God. Think about things that God has assured you. In the midst of everything that you're going through, in the midst of your anxiety, uncertainty, your worry, God wants you to think about his word. And he says when you think about his word, you will have good success. You will be successful. You will be victorious. It means that when you feel defeated, think about the word of God. If you feel insufficient, think about the word of God. If you think that the, the task ahead of you is so much, what you're supposed to do is to think about the word of God. As you continue to think about the word of God, the Bible says that you will have good success. When Paul sent instructions out to um, Timothy, he gave Timothy the same instruction. He said, meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 15. He says, meditate on these things. What things? The instructions that he has written to him. The word of God that he has spoken to him. He says, meditate on these things. Give yourself wholly to them. This so much reflects on the advice or the instruction that God gave Joshua. He said, you shall not let, you shall meditate on the word day and night. And Paul is telling 
Timothy, listen, this is a tested formula. This is something that works. This is something that does not fail. Meditate on the word of God. Give yourself entirely to the word of God. And when you give yourself entirely to the word of God, Paul tells um, Timothy that your progress will be made evident to all. Similar to what God told Joshua, that you will have good success. And so meditation or thinking about the word of God, muttering the word of God and speaking the word of God is the formula that makes a difference in the Christian's life. Think about the word of God. Give yourself entirely to the word of God and your progress will be made evident. When you commit yourself entirely to the word of God, there is no way people will not see your success. Your success is never hidden. Success is something that everybody sees and everybody bears witness to. That if a person succeeds and a person is successful, if a person is victorious in any task, the success will speak for that person. And so Paul tells Timothy that meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that you will that your progress may be evident to all. And so as a child of God, if you want your progress in the kingdom to be evident to everyone, what the Bible expects you to do is that you meditate on the word of God. You give yourself entirely to the word of God and your progress will be seen by everyone. If you feel that you have not seen so much progress in your Christian life in the past few days, in the past few months, or in the past years, it means you have not given yourself entirely to the Word of God. You have not made meditation something that you do on a daily basis. Now, the Bible tells us about Isaac that in the in Genesis, in the cool of the day, the Bible says Isaac went somewhere. He sat somewhere and then he began to meditate. That is the first mention of meditation. So it you can see that it is a practice that he saw from his father. And therefore, he was able to take on that practice and also practice what his father did. And that is meditation. The people who walked with God in the past, the people who followed after God, you can tell that one of the things they did, one of the things that made a difference in their life was meditation. And so when God had the opportunity to advise an insecure leader, when God had the opportunity to advise an inexperienced leader, when God had the opportunity to instruct somebody who has been given a huge tax of leading the people of Israel and ensuring that the promise of God will come to pass for the people of Israel, the advice he gave him is to meditate on the word of God. It means that in this day, we should not also take meditation lightly. We should let meditation have an important place in our life. And that is why I gave this message the title, Prioritize the Word of God. We should prioritize meditation in our Christian life. Now, how do you meditate? You can just pick one verse of the Bible. Think about that verse throughout the day. Be conscious. Set your mind on that word throughout the day. Matter out that word. Speak it out. Let it come out of your mouth. Let it come out of your breath. Speak it and imagine the word. Imagine that word come to pass. Sometimes we set our imaginations on wrong things, on evil things. Some of the things we set our ima- imaginations on, they never even come to pass. That, But those things are able to invoke fear 
in us. And so instead of setting your imagination on or thinking about something wrong happening to you or something wrong happening to your kids or something wrong happening to your family members, rather set your imaginations on the positive things and begin to think that positive things are happening to you, positive things are happening to your family members, positive things are happening to your church. Whatever tax that God has given you, set your imaginations and begin to see success. In fact, you must celebrate the success in your imagination before it materializes. You must see the success in your imagination. So don't imagine failure. It means that don't only even look at the current circumstance and imagine yourself as failing, but imagine yourself as succeeding. And so Joshua, um, Paul tells Timothy, now meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them. And as you give yourself entirely to them, your progress will be made evident to all. In Psalm 1, the Bible talks about the man who is blessed. The Bible says the man who is blessed does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. The man who is blessed does not sit in the path of sinners. The man who is blessed does not stand in the path of sinners. The man who is blessed does not sit on the seat of the scornful. It means he does not join people to scorn others. It means they don't make a mockery of others if you are a blessed man. But the Bible says the man who is blessed, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in this law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You see that any time the Bible talks about meditation, the next thing that follows is prosperity. The next thing that follows is progress. Meditation is the key to prosperity. Meditation is the key to success. And so anytime the Bible talks about the, the this I've read three scriptures for today. The first one in Joshua chapter one, God tells Joshua that if you meditate on these things, if you meditate on the law, you shall have good success. The next scripture I read was in the New Testament in sec in First Timothy chapter four, verse fifteen. Paul tells, tells, tells Timothy that meditate on these things and your progress will be made evident to all. The next scripture I read is from the book of Psalms. The Bible says that, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in it, and in his law, he meditates day and night. The next thing that follows is that he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And so meditation is a key to success. Not just meditating on anything at all, but meditating on the word of God is a key to success. If you study the scripture, anytime meditation is mentioned, the next thing that you see is success and is victory. And that is why as believers, we need to prioritize thinking about the word of God. We need to prioritize meditating on the on the word of God because meditation is a factor that makes a very that makes a very huge difference in our Christian life. If we'll be able to see victory, if we will be able to see success, if we'll be able to make a difference, if our Christian life will stand out, then meditation is very key and it's important. I know that we live in a generation that is a very busy generation. We live in a generation 
where we think we don't have time, but we are, we, we are constantly following after success. We are constantly following after things. But God is showing us in his word. The things that we are following after, instead of following after them, let's rather use that time to meditate, to think about the word of God, to ponder on the word of God, to imagine the word of God, to matter the word of God. And sometimes we think that we can meditate in a hurry, but it's impossible to meditate in a hurry. It takes time, and we need to make time to think about the Word of God. We need to make time to um, ponder on the Word of God. Like when a ruminant vomits out the food and takes time to chew the food and then swallow it again, that is the time that we need. You see, when, when you put a sheep out there and they go out to eat or to graze, they eat the grass. They just take everything, eat, and then they have time. They settle. They bring out the grass again in their mouth and they chew the grass into tiny pieces and they swallow it again. They take time to break the grass before they go. And that is how sometimes preaching is like. Or that is how sometimes studying the word or reading the word is like. As you read, as you read the word, you need to take time, bring the word back up in your mind. Think about it. Break it down. And make sure that you assimilate it into your spirit. And God says that, the word of God says that if we do this, we are going to have success. We are going to have good success. We are going to be victorious Christians. We are going to prosper in everything that we do. And so the blessed man that is mentioned in someone, the Bible says that when his delight, what he does is that he meditates on the word day and night. And when he meditates on the word day and night, the resource is that he shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. That bring forth fruit in each season. Beloved, meditation is the secret to success. If you are a child of God, meditation is the key to open doors that are locked in front of you. To unlock doors that are in front of you, what you need is meditation. Bible says that you will bear fruit in each season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. This is the resource we all need. We want to be able to prosper in everything we do. And the Bible is telling us the key is to meditate on the Word of God. The key to prosper in everything you are doing, if it is family, if it's your work, if it's your education, if it is your uh, your business the bible says the key even if it's your ministry the bible says that the key to prospering is to meditate and so we need to make time in our daily lives to meditate and to think about the word of god we knew we need to make time in our daily life to think about the word of god to meditate on the word of God. There is nothing that should be so important in our life than meditating. There is nothing that we should be in a hurry to do that we should apportion our daily lives, our daily time, uh, 24 hours that we have. We apportion it to so many things. But one of the very important things that we have to apportion time for is meditation. Meditating on the word of God. Thinking about the word of God. 
pondering about the word of God, muttering the word of God and uttering the word of God is so important and it's tied to the believer's success. It's tied to the believer's victory. And therefore, we need to make time to think about it. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, the Bible says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And so sometimes we meditate on things that are not true. We meditate on things that are not noble. We meditate on things that are not just. We meditate on things that are not pure. Sometimes they might be true, but they are not pure. Sometimes they might be true, but it's, it does not have a good report. Sometimes they might be true, but they might, they might not be noble. But the Bible says that whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The only thing that will meet this criteria is the word of God. And sometimes... We, we enjoy the results of what the Bible says in the book of Philippians. But we, we are not ready to do what it's telling us to do. And that is to meditate. We want to see the results. But we don't want to make time to, to meditate. But um, um, Paul instructs the believers. He says, meditate on these things. In verse 9, the results is that they think... The things which you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, these things do. And the God of peace will be with you. We want God to be with us, but we don't make time to meditate, think about the word of God. It is important that as believers, as children of God, we prioritize meditation. We prioritize the word of God. The word of God becomes so important to us that we think about it daily. When you read Psalms, you see David. He says, I wake up in the middle of the night and meditate on your laws. I wake up in the middle of the night and think and ponder and mutter out your word. The Bible expects us to fill our mind with the word of God. And that's why God told Joshua that you shall meditate on the word day and night. Means that our day will be consumed by the word. Our life will be consumed by meditation. That constantly we are thinking. There are so many thoughts that comes to our mind during the day. But we need to make time to think about the word of God. As we are busy going about our daily lives, we need to set time in our calendar. Set the alarm on our phone to think about the word of God. Because the Bible says we need to take the word of God literally. Like what it's saying. It says meditate on the word day and night. And so you need to set time in your life. Thinking about the word of God constantly. Like Paul told Timothy. He says give yourself wholly to the word. And your progress will be made evident to all. And so as you give yourself wholly to the word of God. Your success will be made evident. Your success cannot be hidden. Your victory cannot be hidden. Everybody will see your success. Everybody will see your victory. 
And so the Bible tells us to meditate on the word. Think about the word. Thinking. <clears throat> a lot of people think that meditation is so complex. When they say meditate. Now we have allowed the secular people. The worldly people. To become more popular for meditation than believers. And so right now when you think about medit, When we mention meditation. The first thing that comes to people's mind is yoga. But meditation is a godly principle when i say it's a godly principle i mean that it's a principle that comes from god it is not a secular principle it is not a demonic principle meditation comes from god god instructed his people to meditate and so meditation has its root from god but obviously everything that comes from god is diluted by the enemy and they use it for evil purposes instead of using it to submit to god and so god meditation is not yoga no meditation is thinking about the word of god meditation is not em emptying your mind but meditation is filling your mind and your spirit with the word of god so in meditation you don't empty like what yoga people are saying to empty your mind or to free your mind no but meditation is rather filling your mind so you see that what they do out there in the secular world is the opposite of what god the word of god teaches meditation is filling your mind and your spirit it is not emptying your mind and your spirit i don't know why you want to empty your mind and your spirit but you rather fill your mind and your spirit with the word of god that is what meditation is. And so finally, in Colossians chapter 6, I'm sorry, Colossians chapter 2 verse 6, the Bible says, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. And so he says that you have received Christ Jesus as your Lord. Therefore, you are supposed to walk in him, and so you walk in Christ Jesus, that the place that you, you have been, you have received, Christ Jesus, it is a place that you can walk in. It is a lifestyle that you can walk in. It is not just a name that you have received, but it's a lifestyle, it's a culture, it's a way that you live. For instance, if you are born in Ghana, there is a way you believe, uh, there's a way you behave as a Ghanaian. If you are born in America, there is a way you behave, a culture that identifies you as an American. And so the Bible is telling us that those of us who have received Christ Jesus, who are born again, who are born in Christ now, there is a lifestyle that we have to live. There is a way that we have to walk. Walk does not just mean taking a stroll or walking. It is talking about culture. It is talking about lifestyle. And so it says, as you have received Christ Jesus, let your culture reflect him. Let your lifestyle reflect him. And so when the Bible says you walk in him, it's not, it does not mean that you are taking a walk in Christ. No, it means that let your life, let your culture, let your behavior be like Christ. And one of the things that the Bible, Christ, the, the word of God teaches us is to meditate. And he says you should be rooted and built up in him, established in the faith as you have been taught. How can you be rooted in the word of God? How can you be built up in the word of God? You can be rooted and built up in the word of God through meditation. Making meditation a priority in your life as a believer is very important. 
meditating in the word of god making it a priority making it part of your lifestyle is very very important and meditation is not something that we have been taught so much about as believers but when you focus when you when you um, focus on studying about meditation in the bible you can see that it is one of the very important instructions that is given to us as believers so let's make time let's prioritize meditation let's make it part of our lifestyle let's make time in our daily lives to meditate to ponder and to think about the word of god our success as believers is dependent on filling our spirit with the word of god that is why god says meditate on the word of god there are so many things that we fill ourselves with but the bible tells us that if we'll be able to succeed just like joshua you'll be able to succeed just like timothy we need to fill ourselves with the word of god we need to meditate on the word of god meditation needs to have a special place in our life as believers amen shall we pray father in the name of jesus thank you lord for the opportunity to share your word we thank you lord for the opportunity um, to have fellowship through this medium we pray in the name of jesus lord that you grant us the discipline of meditation we pray in the name of jesus you grant us the grace to be disciplined in our daily lives to meditate and to think about your word of god and as we meditate and think about the word we pray that our success that our our progress will be made evident to everyone in jesus mighty name amen Amen. All right. God bless you guys.